Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Following the culmination of its first full UEFA Champions League season this past weekend, CBS will broadcast the CONCACAF Nations League semifinals on Thursday and finals on Sunday, live from Denver on CBS Sports Network and Paramount+. Plus. Before last Saturday's UEFA Champions League final between Manchester City and Chelsea, former U.S. men's national team stars Clint Dempsey, Charlie Davies, and Aguchi Onyewu spoke with current U.S. star and Chelsea midfielder Christian Pulisic. Dempsey Davies and Anyewu will team up with host Kate Abdo in the Nations League studio. CBS Sports Senior Creative Director and Coordinating Producer Pete Radovich says that the Polisic interview makes him excited for this week's analysis by Dempsey Davies and Anyewu. Radovich also remembers a moment last November when the CBS soccer team, in his words, graduated to cover a big story. Charlie Gooch and Clint did a Zoom with Christian Pulisic for our Saturday Champions League show. And they, they talked to him for, at length. And it's, it's going to be edited and put together for our show. But I saw Christian Pulisic in a way I've never seen him before. I saw Clint Dempsey in a way I've never seen him before. It was authentic. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing to watch. It was an amazing experience. I'm, I'm giddy about getting this on the air and letting people see it because it truly was entertaining. And you could see it's evidence of what real chemistry is when people are just being themselves, when they're, when they feel, when you see friends just hanging out and that's what that was. And and that's what we're hoping to uh, capture on the air as we're doing this. Obviously there'll be analysis. Obviously we're going to, we're going to rise to to the moments. I think Jamie said it best where, you know, with our Champions League coverage, there was a show we had pretty much formatted, ready to go on the air, and we get news about Adorno guys. And I think that was a show where I look back, I've said it a million times, I thought that was the show where we graduated as a show. That's when we were legit. We handled that show. I was very proud of the way, the tone and the way that show was handled literally minutes before air, finding out that an icon passed away. So, you know, we're going to adjust. And, and I think, you know, given given what these guys already have, again, the chemistry. I'm excited for everyone to see that interview. It's going to, like I said, it's going to air in our pregame show on Saturday. It'll be the debut for this group. Uh, I think once everyone sees that, we'll see why why we're all at this point, why these guys are here, and why we're excited about working with them. Why is Dempsey getting into TV? Well, first, he talks about how Onyewu got him to do his podcast, and then Onyewu and Davies talk about how these three amigos will translate their national team ties to the studio. Well, first, Goose put me in a headlock. That's the reason he got me on that dang uh, podcast. And then uh, uh, Pete reached out to Brendan and uh, was talking about doing something that was similar uh, to kind of the stuff we were seeing from the CBS Champions League and kind of inside the... NBA and in, in terms of being a more relaxed, kind of chill um, atmosphere to be able to talk about the game and um, with my kids getting more into it and, you know, a better way to kind of dip, dip those in, into this and, and kind of have fun with it, be back into the game. And, and, and if any way, kind of through um, analysis or, or speaking about it, be able to help uh, maybe some of the young younger kids watching and, and see if, you uh, it's something that uh, that I'd be into, so I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it'd be fun to work with former players who who had a lot of great memories with. So uh, 
I'm excited. For me, I think I think Clint's going to be great. I think we all have chemistry outside of this, right? So it's just going to manifest itself on screen, hopefully. But like me and Charlie have been through a lot of different things off the field and injuries together. Me and Clint have been playing together from against each other from college to national team together. So I personally think it's going to be uh, very unique because I don't think either of us hold our tongues and we have very unique personalities that couldn't blend well together. So I'm, I'm excited to, to get it going on and then to put the cherry on top, have Kate right there just to clean everything up for us is going to be great. Yeah. Just, just a second Gooch, our relationship is special. Um, you know, Clint was someone I always looked up to. He welcomed me uh, with open arms from, from the very jump. And I think he respected me because I wasn't, I wasn't afraid to, to, to stand up to, to Clint and, you know, Gooch. He did say you almost beat him in a wrestling match, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Gooch was the first person to tackle me in training camp. Um, he rolled me over. You know, he, he literally steamrolled me um, and, and stood over me and said, welcome to the national team. So I think all three of us had unique experiences as well in Europe. And I think what we're bringing to the table is we, we want to be honest but we're going to have fun. We're going to be authentic. We're going to be different than, than what you usually get um, it, with the media in, in the United States. So I think that's what's, what's, what's great about this is all three of us are coming into this with a passion. We gave our, our lives, our souls to the national team, to the country, to the sport. And now we get to be on the flip side and, and kind of educate people about what we're seeing. Radovich explains why he chose Dempsey, whose 57 goals are tied for the most in U.S. men's national team history. His 57 English Premier League goals are the most all-time for an American men's player. Well, first of all, if you're, if you're putting together a team for U.S. national team games, if the best player that's ever played in that uniform is out there and has never done it, that's a phone call you make. So from go... Clint Dempsey's name on my mind was a no-brainer from day one. Now, we all know Clint Dempsey through the media and through the public eye. And the first phone call we had was basically, as Clint mentioned, was just sort of an introduction to get to know each other a little bit, but also to give him sort of our vision of how we wanted to do this. And I think that appealed, as he mentioned, as Clint mentioned earlier, I don't want to speak for him, but uh, it appealed to him. I thought there was enough there that we could give it a test. And basically what we did was we, we did exactly that. We had a test show on Zoom, like you see right now, with Kate, um, with Gooch, with Charlie. And what I realized in that moment is that there are essentially two Clint Dempsey's that I'm aware of. One that speaks to the media and is the public eye. And then there's a Clint Dempsey when he's hanging out his friends and his boys and, and being himself and I got to see that for the first time and when I saw that heard that and experienced that in a small audience I realized that if we can get a little bit of that on the air if he's around he's surrounded by his friends and people he's comfortable with that we're all going to see a different different Glenn Dempsey and um, the guy that you know there's a reason you read any anything. I think the athletic had something where they just had all these different stories about people that play with Clint and knew him and all these amazing stories. Everyone loves him. Everyone that's been around him loves him and just would do anything for him. So there's a reason that that's that way. There's a reason that's the case. And it's because he's just a dude. He's a good dude. And people that are around him like him. 
And like I said, I got to see that. Kate and I got to see that. And it was for the first time I saw what these guys have been telling me about. And I feel like, like I said, if we can get a little bit of that on the air, we're going to be good. I mean, his, his opinion means more than anything. I mean, again, when you're hearing from the best that ever did, it matters. So that was, that was a no-brainer to make that phone call. While Dempsey is new, Radovich has faith in veteran Abdo, who hosted the UEFA Champions League studio. The producer had so much faith in his host that he even had her translate interviews live on the air following Champions League matches. Hear her at work in French, German, and Spanish. I promise you, Rudy Garcia, let's listen in to what he has to say, speaking in French after the game. Yeah, he says, I imagine you're happy, proud this evening. Uh, he says, I'm proud of my troops. We believed in us. We knew we weren't the favorites coming into this one. We knew we were playing a big team. We didn't just succeed in qualifying. We also managed to score three goals in the process. The question is why they couldn't quite find their way in the game in those first 15 minutes. He said, uh, I think they came in very aggressively. They wanted to win the game. It wasn't that they came in in a relaxed manner. They ran in behind our defense, but, but you can't always defend everything. All in all, though, I think we look very good, particularly going forward. We've, we've hit rock bottom. I think we all have to look at this, reflect. Try and figure out what would be the best for the club, for Barcelona. Radovich describes his philosophy and how it led to his decision to have Abdo translate live. The comfort level for me is Kate, you know, knowing that we've now worked together and we're so a lot sync, basically, on, on philosophy, mentality, um, just what we want to do. So having her in that chair gives me a lot of comfort. I will say that this isn't a copy-paste situation. Chemistry develops naturally. These guys already have a little bit of, not a little bit, these guys have chemistry. Now it's going to be on me and Kate to fit into their, their chemistry. So what we do with Champions League might work with that group, but some of the things we do there may not work with this group. So we're going to let, let it develop. Let this, this family, if you will, let this chemistry develop organically. And it's going to be on me and Kate to figure out how to make that work best. But we're going to be true and authentic to the audience. Um, these guys know the audience. I know the audience. I've been a U.S. soccer fan since birth. I've uh, been watching all the games, lived and died, watching these guys in some of those games, a lot of those games. So um, we know our audience and we know what these guys bring. So we're going we're gonna to play to that. We're, we're definitely, there's definitely not going to be a copy-based philosophy here other than let things happen naturally. Give everyone, you know, give everyone enough freedom to be themselves and know that we're going to make mistakes and there's going to be, it's never going to be perfect. You know, and that's the one thing I think with Champions League or anything here, that was the biggest sort of, for me, biggest struggle with the British production was convincing them that we, we should be taking chances. It's okay if it doesn't go perfectly. And we're going to be doing the same thing here. It's okay if it's not 100% perfect. If, it, if we screw up, we roll with it. You know, I, I give you real quick, just one example with Kate, translating live on the air for Champions League, show one or two, someone came into the control room and said we had an interview and I think it was with Sergio Ramos in Spanish, but you know, it was in Spanish. And I said, fine, let's, let's do it. 
You're like, well, wait a second. You know, I said, Kate knows Spanish. They're like, yeah, but she needs to, she needs time to look at it. We have to translate it. But I'm like, no, just put it on the air. She'll translate a lot. Like, well, what if she screws up? If she screws up, we'll laugh. We'll have a good laugh. Like she said, she speaks Spanish. <laughs> Let's find out if she's telling the truth. So we put it on the air. She handled it. It went well. And then it was like the next thing you know, hey, we've got so-and-so in, in French. I'm like, throw it on the air. Let's go. Let's see if she knows French. So, I mean, we don't always know it's going to go well. She stepped up, thankfully. And she knew, you know, she handled German, French, and Spanish. But, um, you know, those were, those were chances that we took. We're going to take chances with this group as well. Just as Radovich trusts Abdo, she trusts him with the team he's assembled for Nations League, including Anyewu, who attempts to explain his earlier comment about Abdo as a compliment. I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I don't know the guys as well as they know each other. Um, I didn't realize that my job was just to clean up after everybody, but that's good. No, no. I, said, I, I, I said, you're going to smooth out our edges. I was giving you a compliment there. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. They're, they're a good group. And, you know, I've, I've met Charlie and I've met Gooch both in person. We actually did a show together on Turner. Um, and I, I think that one of the things that's always really important to Pete, I've learned um, through this whole Champions League experience. And, and one of the things that makes it such a pleasure to work within this soccer group at CBS is just that Pete really values character. And it matters to him that it's not just a, a talented group on air, but actually that it's a good group and a group of good people. And so I have confidence in his ability to, to put the group together and I'm excited for it. Abdo advises authenticity for her new partners as the best way to succeed in television. It's easier to not feel vulnerable on air, right? And the more real you are and the more you self you are, then I think the more vulnerable you can feel because everybody's being judged when they're on television, essentially. And so if you're putting your real self out there, um, then you can feel more judged than if you're just putting out your broadcast personality that that I think, like Pete says, a lot of us can revert to because everybody's grown up watching television and has an idea of what a show is supposed to look like. And sometimes you can just kind of try and fit yourself into that mold rather than just be your own self, which I think is what will take you to a better level of television, a more authentic and unique level of television. But just sometimes it's a step to kind of get past yourself and allow yourself to to just enjoy the moment. It's it's scary being on live television at times. There's a lot of pressure associated with that. And I think that just to allow yourself to be in the moment and climb out of your own head is, is sometimes not as easy as it should be. I think the exciting thing about this show and the group that, that Pete and Ben and everybody have put together is that we have put together a group of people who struggle not to be themselves as far as I understand. And that that is something that they are known for as being authentic. And so I think that that puts us in a really strong position to, to hopefully just be that on air. And I, I don't think it's about trying to be funny or trying to force different moments. I think it's just about allowing everybody to be themselves and seeing how that comes together and seeing what comes out of that. After covering Champions League from a studio in London, Abdo can't wait to be on site in Denver. I think every show is better when you're when you're there on location. I mean, obviously with something like Champions League, you can't move your set around from country to country um, every other week. And so I, I think that the fact that we get the opportunity to be there, you just, you live the energy differently, I think, when you're sitting there, you can take in the crowd, you can you can feel the crowd in a way that you just can't do through the television. So I think that 
it it makes it feel bigger. It makes everything feel bigger. I think. I think the fact that you know fans are getting back into stadiums is is super exciting. I hosted a, a fight um, not that long ago in Texas uh, with seventy three thousand people just ten days ago, a couple of weeks ago, and to be back in in an arena with that many people and to feel it, it's almost like it, it it means more at this point in time because we've all had that degree of of separation from the game, from the sport that we love, from that human connectivity, especially in soccer. I think the the crowd is more important than in nearly any other sport. So for me personally, I'm I'm excited for myself just to get to live that because I've not been in a soccer stadium in such a long time. And, you know, watching the Champions League kind of unfold and being part of that and seeing how strange and, and kind of sterile that environment has been at times with, you know, just having Guillaume or Peter there for us, but they're, they're just one of very, very few people. So I think to be back in and around people that love the game can only make the coverage better. While other producers might compare themselves to similar soccer shows, Radovich's expectations are higher and match his network's lofty production standards. Basically, anything that we do moving forward, whether it's this, Champions League, Serie A, the bar for us is the CBS coverage. I think with Sean McManus, David Burson, Harold Bryan, everyone at our top level, all the producers that do our Masters coverage, NFL coverage, Final Four coverage, that's what we're looking to. Um, you know, I'm proud of the fact that we've done it the way we've done it, but, you know, we really don't look at anybody else's soccer coverage. We're really doing this the CBS way. And I think if you feel that it's been successful, that's why. So, um, you know, I've been here, it's going to be 20 years in September. I've learned a lot um, and it's been a great run. And this, you know, doing this sport now at this point, it's just been a pleasure and I hope that we're doing it for a long time. Um, and I hope that, you know, we continue um, doing top level. Hopefully we're at, we are top level, we're doing top level coverage. And uh, it's just been really been exciting. And I'm looking forward to next week. So, um, yeah, we're, we're never, we're never going to be perfect, but we're always going to try. We're always going to be authentic. That's, that's one thing I can guarantee. Back to the analysts, does Dempsey admire other television personalities? Davies and Anyewu say be careful with that question, which could predict some fun exchanges and hot takes this week. I've never heard him talk about nicely about any commentator out there. I'm just going to throw with that, that out one. there. Yeah, good luck with this answer. I'm interested. Uh, me too. Um, that, was a, that was a good question. Really good question. To be honest with you, I've never really thought about it like that. I never even thought that this was something that I was going to to do um and you know after being out of the game for a while and then having the opportunity to you know be around such a cool uh group of people and 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 to be back in the game and 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 watch the national team play and be able to talk, to talk about it uh I really haven't uh had people that I looked up to but obviously you you see coverage and you see how well that uh, CBS was doing with the Champions League you've watched NFL games you've seen um, inside the NBA with Charles Barkley and Shaq and just seeing how like cool everybody was and, and joking around and talking about the game that they're passionate about. I mean, that what really excited me about the opportunities when Pete mentioned something about having an environment where everybody can kind of be themselves and be vulnerable, but be honest and, and talk about the game in a way that you feel in the way you see it. And, and we might have disagreements, but being able to have that type of environment where, um, 
we could just be be honest. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that and, and, and trying to replicate that. On Thursday, June 3rd, watch the CONCACAF Today pregame show at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Network and Paramount+, Plus, followed by Honduras versus the United States at 7.30. Then on Paramount+, Plus, Mexico-Costa Rica is the nightcap at 10 p.m., followed by the CONCACAF Today postgame show until 1 a.m. On Sunday, June 6th, Paramount Plus has the CONCACAF Today pregame show at 6 and the third place match at 6.30. Then, CBS Sports Network and Paramount Plus have the final at 9 p.m. with the CONCACAF Today postgame show until midnight Eastern. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. And find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.